This episode of the Talking Wednesday podcast was recorded live. Go follow at Dexterity Box or at Talking Wed on Twitter to find out if we're going to go live with them. That is the reason my audio sounds like I'm in a bad metal band and um, I'm distorted at parts. And I apologise because as we were prepping for this, I went, how's my audio, punk? And he went, oh, you're a bit distorted. So I turned it down. He went, no, no, it's too quiet. So I turned it back up to a little bit more. And he went, oh, no, yeah, that's fine. You're not distorting anymore. And then I've just got the audio back and um, I'm distorting. So I can't do anything, basically. But people even in the chat didn't say I was distorting. So I, I don't know what to tell you other than please enjoy the podcast and we'll be back to normal and my normal levels of standard and quality next week. Cheers. Hello and welcome to Talking Wednesday Live. Yes. It's an interesting one. And also, this streaming software is not brilliant for getting uh, that live intro started. Please let us know in the chat. Um, apologies for audio listeners at the start of this when, when uh, this is brought onto podcast services. But please let us know if we're fairly balanced on the audio. We, uh, we obviously are rolling this one live for the first time since the pilot. So it's been a little while. It's going to be a normal show. Yep. So um, the way we normally do Talking Wednesday is the way it's going to rock. But when we get to the community section, we have got um, the chat available this time. Which is nice. It is. It's going to be good interaction. I am a Dexterity Box, joined as always by PunkChef41. Also, we're on episode 21. Didn't yeah. actually mention that. Usually I do the traditional, you are now. It's all, or... it's all out of sync because it's Sunday morning. What the hell? Are, why the hell did I decide to do it in the morning? That's that's what I want to ask myself. No also. I've also got um, my tripod broke, right? <laughs> so currently, I've and got. I know a... what that sound looked like. <laughs> well, currently, I've put my other lens on, so it's really zoomed in, and you don't get too much of the uh, the the dodgy backdrop that I've not managed to actually fix up today. But I've also got my camera balancing on a headphone box, which is balancing on an Xbox. Oh Jesus! So this is like fully back to the original like uni setup yeah. back then um and i'm also it must be like that at the minute please stay phil well it, it's all right because i've kind of you see this is the thing i've i've taken physics into account <laughs> and i've put a a rectangular box on a um a horizontal a horizontally ro- rectangle xbox series x so ah. the razor the razor box is the other way. So even if it was to, to tilt, there's counterbalance there. So, yeah. you know, uh, just just a, a heads up for the chat. Um, we will be keeping an eye on the chat, but we won't be bringing stuff in until the community section so much because we are going to still try and run this like a normal episode of Talking Wednesday. Uh, but it is nice to see some people getting up on a Sunday morning uh, and uh, taking part in this with us we'll probably do this on saturday nights if we ever do a live one again but this time it was just trying to get scheduling sorted um and my microphone's right in front of my show notes but yeah how's your week been punk all right uh not too bad uh busy because it's been half term so child related stuff so yeah um and knocking down walls which have been fun yeah, you've been doing a lot of construction. I think I just heard your child for a second there as well. Oh, so, he did. So, so do, that's the great thing about being live now. We can't edit anything out. Yep. It's all uh, just hopefully. I'm very well behaved. As hopefully she doesn't run it. Yeah, thank you. Um, the language and well, all, all of to be, that. To be fair, I have propped up my green screen in front of the door to make sure she can't get in. 
fair enough. That's okay. It actually looks like I've like barricaded myself in like Rainbow Siege. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have just seen, uh, in the, even though we said we aren't going to talk with the chat too much, uh, someone said, uh, I saw Punk's video this morning, I don't like the situation we're in. Yeah, I was like, why are you posting the video 20 minutes before we go live, sir? We are I, this- To be fair, I was meant to put it to schedule to afterwards and my brain just went, it's Sunday. Up. <laughs> not acceptable really not acceptable. I, i've got people to come in from my channel <laughs> no it's all good well uh yeah that's the way he's going with that's the way that's the way he's going with it but we are going to um talk about all of that a little bit later on but yeah my week's uh it's been it's been busy i'm getting back to getting ready for normality again so um it's 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 not fun because i'm not ready to do the physical things i used to have to do you <laughs> know in, in about a week's time with the fact that I'm I'm heavier than I was before all of this, and it's hotter than it was when I was doing it, so it's it's the height of summer. It's a great time to go back to normality, really. But yeah, I'll um I'm sure I'll I'll cry about it for a couple of weeks and then get get back into the swing of things. But no, um yeah. Other than that, it's been alright. It's just been about basically getting everything ready yeah. and trying to make sure that uh, this last week before I do go back fully to normality is um is as prepared as possible and I can actually relax a little bit and take a breath before I have to go straight back into the swing of it. But yeah, I am a, I am fully immune apparently yeah, as, um, as of next week. So next oh, weekend, sorry. So yeah. So you'll be buying every single Microsoft product under the sun. Um, yeah, well, that's, that's, that's the, that's the, uh, what the, uh, cult leader says anyway, they say yeah. we've, uh, <laughs> we've, we, we get, two for free to start and then we've got to upgrade our jab package if we actually want you know additional products and uh we have to hail bill gates three times a day otherwise there's consequences so and let's just remember we're just making light of just a situation so yeah obviously (laughs) obviously if anybody actually thinks we're being serious there's there's issues there but um we've got Quite a lot to talk about on today's show, and then obviously we've got our community section is going to be very much live-based, and we're going to talk to people and take comments and put them on screen and all that fun stuff. But uh, in just a bit of housekeeping before we start, no new reviews this week. I can't speak to you all live now. Please leave us an audio review. Um, Appreciate it. Because even though a lot of people do watch live on YouTube, which is awesome, the audio reviews find new listeners, people that don't really use YouTube. Because YouTube is one platform, and we've, we've, we're very doing very well on that one. But if you could just go over to Apple Podcasts, if you've got an Apple device or an iTunes or something, an iTunes. Sweet. Okay, boom. Okay, you know, an iTunes. Um, like, if you could just go and leave us a review on there. Um, it basically like the like button on YouTube. It just helps their algorithm. Yeah. And if you don't have um if you don't have Apple Podcasts, you could go to podchaser.com, which is and you find the Talking Wednesday podcast on there. That's a nice easy one to do if you don't have that. But also it should be if you do have a podcast service of choice, most of them, other than like Spotify, I think, have got yeah. the option for reviews. So that sounds so bougie, podcast of choice. <laughs> yeah, I know. Let's let's get into the review. Let's get into the reviews. Let's get into the show, <laughs> shall we? Um I I am a bit darker today. Have you noticed that? Like I've yes. I've just I've just got the the blues on. I haven't put the softbox on. So we're trying it out because this actually it's not like you're about to summon some sort of demon. Well, this this stream currently looks fantastic for us mm. on our end because we're like shooting into 4K and all of that. But as soon as it goes into the streaming software, because we don't want to like 
by like a £75 a month package, which is ridiculous, obviously. We already have to pay for the package we're on. Uh, I say we, Uh, but like... (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it's X. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but like we... uh, It it just shoots it out in 720, which immediately frustrates me because you'd think if you're actually paying for a service, it'd at least be 1080, but we've got enough equipment to make it sound decent. And if you do want to come back later for the... uh, This will be going down straight after this podcast and then I'm going to be doing my audio magic to it as much as possible and then it goes straight back up and it goes on podcast services. But anyway, into the show. It's been a week for Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, yeah, just a bit. It's been a definite week. So um, I, me and Punk both had videos out about the financial situations. Um, again, thank you for all the support on the on the channel this week. But to be honest, it didn't even feel like a, a thing to be happy it, about it, because it, it of the situation really we were in. With the videos being made with everything that's going on. Yeah, I didn't even want to. It didn't want to even. Uh, do you, it's one of those where it's like you don't even want to sit down and ever have to talk about your club in that way. It's a stupid thing because on an internet basis, stuff like this is very good for a channel because you get people talking and they want to know what's going on. But as a fan, you're just like, can you not? Well, that's that's why I didn't do like I didn't really care about video quality. I didn't care about anything. I just kind of wanted to talk to people about like what what the hell are we going to be faced with here? Yeah. You know, I didn't want to make it a spectacle. I didn't, I, you know, I usually take the mick of absolutely everything. That's what this channel, when we do commentary videos, that's what it's meant to be about. But with this, um, with this situation, it was, yeah, it, it wasn't, it just wasn't. So let's, let's start. So it was a, it, Joe Cram with the star, did a piece that obviously got a lot of eyes, quote, Sheffield Wednesday players considering walking away over ongoing wage issues. According to star sources, it is alleged that a number of senior Wednesday players who are contracted to the club going into next season are considering handing in their two-week written notice on the back of continued unpaid wages. According to FIFA's regulations, quote, in the case of an unlawfully failing to pay a player at least two monthly salaries on their due dates the player will be deemed to have just cause to terminate his contract provided that he has put the debtor club in default in writing has granted a deadline of at least 15 days for the debtor club to fully comply with its financial obligations alternative provisions in contracts existing at the time of this provision coming into force may be considered Uh, this is still from the star in short if Wednesday were two, over two months late on payments and if the players did contact the club in writing, when the Owls have uh, the Owls have two weeks to pay them up in full or the player can terminate his deal, citing breach of contract. And that is the consideration that is going on there. Now, um, we'd heard, and we will say this now, we, we'd heard that the players were getting paid on Friday. Yep. Like, <laughs> apparently half of them have been paid. Yeah. If that... <laughs> It, the scariest thing is it the half that has left or is it the half that's still there? Yeah, we don't know the actual details. We've just heard half of them have now yeah. received payment. Um, and that's, I don't know if, I don't even know if that's public information yet, but it is now. So uh, <laughs> it's one of those, yeah, we're, we're going to be careful with the rest of the podcast because it's live. But that one we, we said we'd, uh, yeah, because we'd heard from the players, about half of them had been paid. Uh, we don't, we don't, we, the person who told us that is usually pretty spot on, yeah. but grain of salt, all of that. So the fact that it's not the full payment and it's not the full players getting paid means that some players, I, I honestly, I would like to think that we've got our affairs in order to a point where at least 
it's the players that are still here, so they can't leave and mm. breach the contract. It's got to be, Punk. It's got to be. It, it got to be, but that, but then you get the issue of being taken to more claim court if you don't get paid. Right. What's the better option for a club? I know, I know. for the club, it's keeping the players out of there happy. Yeah, exactly. Let's Because yeah. let's be honest, the issue will be eventually... Yeah, there's all the speculation. Is Chancery running out of money? Is he getting bankrolled? That sort of thing. There's all that speculation going on, right? But if you look in terms of the business side of it, keep your player assets oh, yeah. on. And then if you go to court over players that have left and are no lost here, then from a business perspective, that's the one that makes more sense. I think I think the worst part in terms of like if players do leave, it's like, what does that leave you with? as a club are we, are we going to be literally raiding our youth academy and going you're, you're giving it a try we haven't got an option because ha- I don't know how you encourage or go to players who are coming in to the club and go come join us great club great thing and then you hear stories that you're not going to get paid on time that's the worry that's the worry with it all because we obviously we're going to talk about players we're linked with today um, we've We've talked about it in the past, and it was kind of interesting because we'd obviously on the last podcast, we talked about a lot of players that we had very credible links with. And as soon as the story dropped about the transfers, uh, sorry, the finances, people were like, why are you even talking about this? Yeah, Because we're not going to have any money to pay them. And I get that. But um, (laughs) maybe we'll do what the Philadelphia Eagles did in American football, where they had to like a tryout for the general public and they just all turned up. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, I'd give it a good I'd give I'd give it a good shift and I'd roll my ankle within about five minutes. Right. So adding to this story, uh, this is from Sky Sports News. Uh, quote, PFA in contact with the club and EFL over unpaid player wages. Reports have suggested some players could walk away from Wednesday if the situation is not resolved soon. They have not been paid in full or in time on time in over three months. Jesus. Owner Deshfon Chansiri has reportedly spoken about the club's ongoing cash flow difficulties due to COVID nineteen. Now the one thing I have been saying, and I've been having this conversation with some of our uh, community, is it's very difficult to say it without, like, when you're still hedging around stuff. But it's not just COVID nineteen, and no. I've I've got to put that out there. It's very much not. From all the stuff we've heard, from all the stuff you can probably gather if you do enough digging, it's not just COVID. COVID's been a big thing because match day revenue, all of that, sustainability. It's that's a nice a- thing to blame. But there was issues before that. Yeah, yeah. And, go on. We've already annoyed the EFL already. Mm-hmm. We're now going to have a situation where they, and they're going to think we got off lightly with what we got originally. Now they can go, right, we can go full ball now. Yeah. Well, I haven't watched your video this morning, so um, add this to this section then. Tell me, because obviously it was so close so to the this mor- So this morning it was reported by Alan Nixon at Sun that it's around about... 12 million is the figure that's unpaid in wages, mm-hmm. up to 12 million. Now, how the hell are, we knew players were on a big amount of money, but how have we let it get to that? But three months, that makes sense. It makes sense because if you think about it, if any players, if you if you go with what reportedly Barry Bannon's salary could be, um, yeah. no, actually, no, 12 million in three months, no. Yeah, but you're not, you, you, not you, even yeah. slightly. Yeah, but you Jesus think, Christ. No, yeah. I'm not talking about Barry Bannon, but I was just thinking, no, because if his salary is like a mil and a half a year, mm. right, how the hell has it got to 12 million? Who the hell are we paying here? <laughs> how much are we paying other players? Yep. Westwoods, Eurodes. 
you each. Hmm. But yeah, the PFA are obviously like the, they are the union for the players. Yeah. So them getting involved, um, they basically, I read the thing you sent me, they'd asked, they'd asked the players to submit formal yeah. writing, basically, hadn't they? Yeah. Now, apparently, I had seen somewhere this morning that it's two players now that might leave. The other players don't want, they don't want to go as such because they want to try and figure it out. But I can understand it. If you're a player, say you're in your job, and your employer goes to you, uh, you need to come to work at 9 a.m. And you're like, well, I ain't got any money for the petrol in my car. Or I ain't got money for my book ticket. Yeah. Like, how do you then work out how to motivate players? And Darren Moore must be hitting his head against the brick wall going, why did I leave Donny? I just think, yeah, that could be a good thing. That could be a good thing. That could be a, a relevant thing. Jesus Christ, you can tell it's the morning. Uh, <laughs> we'd like... The fact that there's this could be staff payments and everything in here. Mm. It could be the specifics haven't really been broken down, but it might not just be the players. Um, it did say it, may, it would players wages on that one on the article. It, would play it did, it did, yeah. And I you hope it is know. because if you're not paying your staff, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying like players don't deserve to get paid all of that, but the staff are on like probably not a lot. Do you know yeah. what I mean? For for a lot of it, if you look at a lot of them, like, are staff who have been through it throughout, some of them yeah. have been there for every single era. Some of our period of watching Wednesday. I just think um, we spoke a lot about the financial situation. And I think it's going to get asked a lot in the community section, so we don't need to talk about it loads at the start here because we've both done videos on it. Um, obviously, mine was quite sort of very different to what I usually do with yeah. all the uh, the actual realness of the situ- realness of the situation. Wow. Um, you are really, really not I'm doing, doing well. I'm doing well. Let's move on to some more drama. Why not? So um, oh, it's the Uruguidi merry-go-round at the minute. So Yorkshire Live, quote, uh, Asaiz Uruguidi is poised to leave the League One club, which Sheffield Wednesday are now, if you yep. forgot, by the way. Um, after turning down a new deal, the 20-year-old defender has made 21 appearances for the L since arriving from ASC Wimbledon. Irigidi, a shining light in the second half of the 2021... 20, oh, that's wrong. That's next season. Yeah. <gasps> Dom, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he put 21-22 campaign. Obviously, that he meant the, the yeah. 2021 campaign. Uh, and his refer- representatives have been in talks with the Owls for a number of months over a new deal. Uh, but no breakthrough could be reached, and it is understood Origidi has decided his future lies away from Hillsborough. His Wednesday contract runs out at the end of June, and sources have indicated that York, to Yorkshire Live that Origidi already had his next move lined up. The also, go on. Just he put a YouTube video out the day after it got released, and he hadn't put anything out. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's staying anymore. I think, nah, uh, we'll talk about it in a sec because it says uh, these previously been linked with Leeds, Crystal Palace, Lisbon, Bruges, Cardiff City, and Watford. So I think that the big thing with it was stability that yeah. came out of this, and there was talks about you know financial stability, stability, and all things like that. And he was on like a youth contract, so he wouldn't have been on much money. So he no. would have actually been one of the players that was affected by the fact that the pay- players are not being paid. Yeah. And what do you think was offered to him? Because I feel like a bigger contract could not have been something decent. I, I don't think he got off of what he wanted or what he deserved to be fair. I think we tried to be cheap. We said it had happened. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, we called it. Yeah, we knew we knew he wouldn't get offered anything probably as potential value in terms of wages. And the thing is, this just goes down to again where we're letting youth players who are doing okay then not halfway through the season. And I know Barry Bannon signing his contract with Goodfield, but I know that's been signed so we could possibly sell him in the summer or whatever. But I like to to try and get a youth your Gidi contract done at the same time. Yeah, because no. it just screams of just not knowing what you're doing. Well, it's a case of like, obviously, when the stability was talked about, say he's on a youth contract anywhere from 800 to 1500 a week, which is still a lot of money, in fairness, you know. Um, But it's also a case of he could very hard, he could have, he's probably with that, he's decided to get a mortgage on like a five-bed house that's a a few hundred K because he's on that sort of thing. And your mortgage payments back up, you know. Um, and I think the financial stability is there. He knows that even if he doesn't get first team quality, if he goes to like Watford's training academy or something, yeah, even the under twenty threes, he'll be a little bit more stable there with a club that's in the prem. And personally, at all those clubs, I can see him going to either Palace or Watford, but down south. Yeah, and obviously uh, he's got links yeah. down there. Yeah, uh, the, the only the only one that the only two that would be interesting if he went to Lisbon and Bruges, but it's. Again, it's that situation where we have this great player, we built him up, we're thinking, great, we can build something around that player, and then we're having to go back to square one. And the annoying thing is there's a couple of youth team players in similar situations that we could be in next season. Yeah, because we've triggered extension court. That's the thing, we've triggered their one-year contract, like on Alex Hunt and things like that, and if he Mm -hmm. has a good season in League One. We've triggered it, right? We need to put a new contract on the table now with another optional extension in there because we can't let it happen at the same time how can we do that when we can't pay the players on time that's the issue that's the issue (laughs) it's it's a circus at the minute and that is the main issue with wednesday the fact that we've got to go around and around and around with this circus um i wouldn't personally if the finances were a thing i think because he was open to staying i think the finances Mm. have been the the thing that have tipped it over yeah and that's the the real shame for me because he'd have been great. Yeah. God. Yeah. You know, he can play fullback and he can play center back and he's young and he's a prospect. And now we're going to lose him for probably 300 K. That's the, what is for you come you compensation. Yeah. Is that, and if he goes like her, we don't even get that. We'll probably be back to the days where our uh, top end signings are like 300k. Do you remember those days? Oh god, yeah. Um, let's try and uh, flip it to a bit more of a positive and what we can bring into our under 23s. Um, Ag uh, Agbantoma. Agbantoma. Uh, hey, I got it first time. There we go. I thought I'd say it first. Thank you. Uh, Yorkshire Lab again talking about um this lad and Sheffield Wednesday have made a formal offer. Uh, for David Agbantoma and are waiting to hear back to wh- whether the Southampton defender, who is not now, by the way, is a free agent, yeah. uh, will be joining the under-23 ranks next season. Uh, so Lee Bullen's been talking to Yorkshire Live, and, and he says, in quote, the latest thing on David is that he went and played a game at Stoke, but we've made a formal offer f- for him. We're just waiting to hear back from David, and I think there's been a counter-offer come back, but I don't know exactly where we are with it. We're not going to be throwing bucket loads of money about, especially at under-23 level. Now, that's a dig at the owner if there isn't one. 
Well, I don't. I don't even think it is. I think it's a case of it's a realistic situation. Like mm. we're in League One. If he's going to be, I don't want to obviously talk about this too much because we thought this be a player that maybe was coming into our first yeah. team for League One. But it looks like it's very much going to be a, a Lee Bullen case. I and mean, if he if he comes in, he'll still be with the under twenty ones. But he um, he does well, seem. We could be relying on the twenty threes a lot next season. You keep saying this, but I don't think it'd work. Mm. And that might be a bit controversial, but like. You can't rely on under twenty threes to get out of league. No, one, I know, I know, I know you can't rely on it, but it might be our only option. Well, yeah, if all the players do leave, that's you know, not, that's my week, point. It, 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 could, it could happen. Yeah, um, he's a good player. It's it's just the Stoke interest if we uh, if we're competing with Stoke for it. But I think you've got to think you're probably closer to our first team mm. at the the current situation. So if he decides to uh, come to Wednesday, he's probably got a better chance of breaking through, especially. Um, given the fact that Eregidian that might be leaving and stuff, there might be spaces open up in the in the first team. Wait, Eregidian going? Wasn't he our only left back or our only right back with Palmer? Well, well, not only with Palmer, but uh, yeah, we yeah. don't have many fullbacks left now. No, oh Jesus. Um, let's let's carry on with it, who we could bring in. So Scott Tanza, now Football Insider. Um, did a scoop on this one. Quote: Sheffield Wednesday, Doncaster Rovers, and Shrewsbury Town. They're the, they're the competition now. Yep. Are in a race to sign St. Johnston left-back Scott Tanza. So, yeah, going for a left-back again. It looks like and full-backs were on the market for. We're going into Scotland, which we did last time we were in League One. Yep. The 26-year-old is available on a free transfer this summer after the expiration of his contract at McDermott Park. The Saints hope to keep Tanza with European football and the Europa League one potential pull to uh, keep him in Perth beyond the summer. <sighs> Right, which part of the Europa League? <laughs> come on, St. Johnston. I mean, I like I like that side, but come on. Um, Saints boss Callum Davidson appeared resigned to losing the left-back in an interview earlier this year. He said, quote, we've tried our best to keep him, but at the moment he's not given us any positive signs he wants to stay. That's great. Yeah. You know, um, so, right, it might be the Wednesday Wednesday bias here, but, Wednesday, Doncaster Rovers or Shrewsbury Town? Come on. I personally, I get what you're saying with the Wednesday bias, but if you we look, don't pay our players. But if you look at how clubs are run, he'd probably go to Johnny. I'd hope he'd like to take a chance here. Yeah. 30 appearances, by the way, two goals from fullback uh, this season. Is um, From what I've seen, he'd be actually a decent signing. Yeah. Tw- uh, 26 as well. Good age coming into the prime of his career could be a very solid League One sign in this, especially on a free. Um, I've I've always have to do it. I have to do one player that I'll talk about the FIFA stats because yeah. of the FIFA heritage on this channel. He's uh he's 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 awful. He's a 64 rated bronze, <laughs> uh, 73 pace, 48 shooting, 63 dribbling, 60 passing, 59 defending for a defender. <laughs> 50, 59 <laughs> defending and 55 physical for a defender. Nice. Um, so yeah, he'll be great. He'll fit right in with the the team. But yeah, what do you think about Scott Tanza, Punk? I'd like to get him in because he's a decent player. But at this moment in time, if we didn't have the on field off field situation going on, I think we'd be able to go in and get someone like this and be like, yeah, this, 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 this. But again, it goes back to this off field situation because it very like we did the video last week about uh, the Solly Hall player. Can you imagine if he turned us down due to everything that's going on? You could see it, couldn't you? Yeah. 
you know. Uh, you could see anybody to... Honestly, the issue is, right, and this might be something that's not really been spoken about. I've not really seen people look at it from this angle, but if we are trying to attract players on lower wages, okay, that's fine if you can yeah. pay them the wages. Yeah. But if you're accepting a contract, I don't know if you're a younger player and you're accepting, like, I don't know, even, like, £800 a week, for example, mm. you're going to rely on that money. You are not going to have as much financial reserves as some some other players will. So if you hear that a club is not able to pay its players for like three months, yeah. imagine getting paid one month. Get uh, one month, and you what? So let, let's say, oh, so you rent your car payment. Let's job. let's say you get three 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 thousand two hundred pound for the month, yeah. for whatever reason, right? Okay, and then you don't get paid for three months. Okay, and you're you're basing your salary off, you know, like three and a half K a month and you've got a house that that's relative to that, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, again, I'm saying this and I'm like, I'd take that. You know, do you know what I mean? I'm always looking at it and like, that's the privileged positions even like young footballers yeah, are in. Yeah. So um but it is all relative to to your income and to to your assets. So if it does end up in a situation where you're going into a club and the offer's on the table, but you don't know you're going to get paid, it you won't go in for it. Because oh. I, could, I could see a player sort of like, who's been at a club that's been in a few grand a week for quite a while, with a few financial reserves, maybe taking a, a risk to join a, a bigger club, you yeah. know, in terms of stature, that sort of thing. But a player that's going to come up from... A, uh, a club where they're not earning much at all. They don't really have much in financial reserves. They live to their lifestyle. I can't. I can't see until this is sorted out it happening. I don't no. know what you see. It, on it. Nothing. I can't speak positively about our transfer business or, or being linked with anyone until we know what's going on. Yeah, I feel that. Uh, if we and I will do videos about it saying it, but I understand people going, "What's the point?" Because. I want to give people and give people the information to go, this is someone we're looking at. What do you think? But I understand the fans going, yeah, but how can we pay them? And I'd, I've heard people say once all the players who were on big wages are gone, we'll be able to do a better financial restructure and how we pay people and how we do it. But until we get to that, we're not going to know. And the, the scary thing about this is the silence from Chancery that Normally, normally he's on it, it, and we get a statement, and it's normally next day. Nothing. I I was expecting Monday story about paid wages not being paid broke, and I was expecting Tuesday, Wednesday, the usual club statement, Twitter thing done. I wouldn't be surprised to see a big media fallout. (laughs) You know, um, the club falling out with the media. I just hope there's, I, I really hope there's a some sort of takeover on the line. That's why being quiet, you don't want to do a um, derby and have it where it constantly take over, but doesn't happen, take over, doesn't happen. Because at this moment in time, we could end up as a Macclefield if we're not careful. It could happen. It could happen. To be honest, like the more I've thought about it, the more I've seen it's, it's potentially salvageable. You know, the more I've thought about it and the more I've looked at it and you take a step back from, you know, the emotion of your football yeah. club and you go, well, no, it, it, it's, sal- it, 
it's more likely that we're not going to go bust and it can't be salvageable, but it is on a on a thing where it, it could escalate downhill. And that was obviously my point of highlighting it in the first place because mm. it looked like without any real change, that's where we're heading. Um, I read but, I read somewhere that if Newcastle get bought, what about my Catley? <laughs> Eek. Can you imagine? Uh, that would be yeah. the end for me, I think. Well, no, because to be honest, like I know he's, he's, an, he's an awful, he's an awful owner, but Newcastle didn't do. New, Newcastle have uh, stayed in the prem. Yeah. Um. Can you imagine Mike Ashley comes in, Steve Bruce comes back. Oh, oh no. <laughs> um. I will say something though. You know, when I did that video. I, an, a surprising amount of Sheffield United fans came out in support of the club, and mm. that's when you realise that real football fans take. Um. I saw a lot as well. Yeah. Take a step back and go like. Well, no, because banter aside, we want this. We want this in the game. You did, know, we want I, that rivalry in the game. I did like what a Rotherham fan put, put to me. He said, we'll go to our old stadium, we'll get out our bucket for you, and we'll get them ready so we can start collecting money for you like you did for us. And I thought that was quite <laughs> comical. <laughs> yeah, well, I will, I, will, I will say, though, as well, uh, some... Some uh, some some Leeds fans, even though they've got the uh, thing marching on together, they weren't very much marching on together in terms of football class. I've got to say, some of them in the comment section, to, in terms of because I think there was a, a time where Wednesday probably had a pop at their financial situation quite a bit, and being somebody who didn't like have any pleasure in when they were in trouble financially, like it is obviously odd to then see that coming through. However. Yeah. On Twitter, when I did chat with some people about this, they went, well, yeah, you're going to get the people that try and find the videos. And At the end of the day, Twitter's top click. So. It was on YouTube, which is what I was surprised at. Mm. It was people actually searching for Wednesday's situation to have a laugh at it. And I actually thought, if anything, that would be the United fans, but it wasn't. It was the Leeds fans. So I was like, that's a, that's a weird one because, I don't know. I've never, I've never personally, I've never seen the, the vitriol with Leeds as much as United. So if I'd expect mm. anything, it'd be United. But I think because it's so much, so much is on the Steel City derby, yeah. even though we don't like each other, like in terms of the rivalry, we wouldn't want to see the other go completely out of existence because then the der- derbies go the forever. Derby. Yeah. You know, um, and you don't you don't have the banner, you don't have the banner with it. You don't have the bragging rights and things like that. So, it's it's all it's all to be considered. Right, let's carry on with the misery, shall we? Um, <laughs> Liam Shaw, I didn't think I'd be talking about this lad again. I hoped I'd not be talking about this lad again because we talked about him a lot this season. Um, according to Alan Biggs. Um, on Twitter, he basically brought this out with. I don't even know if he posted it in any paper, but it was definitely on his Twitter. Yeah, he says that he only wanted Shaw, not Alan, wanted three k a week to sign for Wednesday instead of Celtic. Only three k, apparently. Yeah. Um, and then he compared it of Bannon's wage on the renewal of at least twenty seven k a week. Now, don't get me wrong, Shaw is a youth player. Yeah, it requesting more wages and all that. That's how football works, though. When a club like Celtic comes in for you, if you can sort of match an offer or improve your offer, Shaw basically wanted 156k a year in wages before bonuses. So if you take bonuses into account, like appearances, all of that, but let's say 170k to be safe in the ballpark or 200k max, sort of thing, right? A year, yeah. And you think about what we've paid players. I'm sort of like, why not for that? Why would we not I, do that? I don't get why. This is what I, when I saw this tweet, I was like, so why didn't we just give him that? Especially because 
Before before the, bonuses, before bonuses, Bannon is on about 1.4 million a year. Hmm. Now I, I rate Barry Bannon. I think he's a right. he's a much better player than Shaw. But is he seven times the player that Shaw is? Because if he's because that's what we're valuing him at, yeah. wages wise. I'm still starting to think that as much Bannon says he wants to stay, I'm still starting to wonder if the club are using him ready to sell because we might have to. Kind of thing. Is that? Or, a, I mean, that could be conspiracy theory territory. Yeah, the fact it, we have it, it very much is, but at the same time, no, no. Let me let me let me add on to that though, because no. we haven't paid wages in the same time frame. So we've we've resigned he's resigned a contract. We've not paid wages for about three months. We sell Barry Bannon, and then we don't even have to worry about the 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 wages that we've paid him. We get a fee for him, that sort of thing. So if you were to go down conspiracy theory territory, it could be there, I guess. Carry on, mate. Well, at the same time, now you just said that Barry Bannon signed a contract when we still weren't playing players. You what? Sorry, Barry Bannon's uh, signed a contract while we were still not playing players on time. That's because he wants to be here, and I don't get the the other side of it. It's um, it was it was it was a difficult situation to sign in, and that's why I yeah. think he got a lot of respect with um the fan base, and he deserved that respect. I just don't understand why we wouldn't tie a youth player down. Three K is quite a lot. You know, 3K a week is quite a lot for a young player. No worries. You see, this is the fun of the live podcast. But um, I can see. I'm going to go to the chat. This is the great thing. So I can see um, Ghost Al saying he's seen that he wanted 3K more than what he had. But even if that's the case, 3K more than what he had, that's he was still... The youth players aren't on over a K anyway. So it would have been around, you know, the four mark. So more than Pelopessi, may, maybe so. And then Pelopessi... I think financially, it's just a case of a lot of players wanted a clean break from Wednesday. Yeah. And and to be fair, we needed a clean break from some of the players. If relegation isn't enough to do that, the finances will be, and they have been. Um, you know you, would, would you, you know give Shaw the money if you uh, were in charge of the purse strings? Yes, because you could build a team around 19 and then you could put something in the contract that says if a club comes to this, you can sell him on and then put a sell-on fee. Mm. But... He did. He did start to tank a little bit afterwards. So my thing is, it, I know obviously it was a case, case of he's already got a move. So why would he play well? But it was yeah. weird how much his form dropped off a cliff. Yeah. Just to remind people, we are doing the comments right at the end in the like community section. I'm seeing some people trying to ask questions, and we'll be doing it later on. If you have join, join. Yeah, we will. Um, and also super chat will be just uh, I'll be active. Just saying, um, <laughs> euros are coming up. Beer costs money. Um, anyway. <laughs> Let's move on to uh, Alman Abdi for some weird reason. Right. Okay. So the Athletic have been speaking to Alman Abdi about it, and he talked about his time at Wednesday. Quote, the coach didn't help me very much because I play two games, then the third, which I didn't play well. So he dropped me. Then drop me again after a while, you lose confidence. I need a manager who trusted me, who believed in me, who pushed me. He didn't do that. He's energetic, he's enthusiastic, he's a really good coach and he did well, but he didn't trust me. He didn't like me and I didn't like him that much. I was one of the best players at Watford in 
in the Championship and Premier League for the whole season. I played almost every game. And suddenly I'm not good enough to play for Sheffield Wednesday. Mm, right, okay, I'm going to slap you. With all due respect, just the way that comes out, yeah. you know. With all due respect, they had a great team, but I wasn't good enough. Let's look at history, shall we, lad? I'm going to get my Wednesday tip, my rose-tinted uh, glasses on here. Um it continued, you get frustrated, you lose confidence, you don't work hard anymore, it's very, very disappointing. But if a manager doesn't trust me, doesn't let me play, then I can't. I asked to leave a few times, literally every six months. I said, please let me go on loan somewhere. What use to you? Am I sitting on the bench or not even on the squad? Just let me go. I thought maybe I could play some games and come back stronger, but I had to stay in the end. But, right, but what about all these injuries to your eye or the yeah. injury here and the injury there and... All the time where you say, I'm ready and fit to play on Twitter and the next minute find out you're injured. Or the picture of you smoking with a massive bear belly in, on West Street. And people go, aren't you a professional footballer? Right. I went to, I think it was the Sunderland game that season with with one match. And I was walking out uh, as you go up the steps near the Don, right? Yeah. And somebody walked past me. And I was like, I swear I recognise that person. Where have I seen them from? And it was Armand Abdi on a match day just in, in civvies. <laughs> And I was like, aren't you getting paid an absolute fortune to play for Sheffield Wednesday and you're not playing for Sheffield Wednesday? What was this about him having a run in the team? I remember one goal from him. That's about it. It was like, a Nottingham Forest goal and it was a screamer. Um, I, I just think, I think there's got to be something more to this because there was the stories about him being out of shape, yeah. about him not being, I don't, th- I think he came into Wednesday thinking he would be a Rolls Royce player, you know, and wouldn't have yeah. to work hard because of what he's done at Watford. Whereas Forestieri came in and actually backed that up. Whereas mm. Al- Alman Abdi came in, broke so did down, Poodle. didn't find you up. So did Poodle. Poodle came in and did well. Yeah. Also, did... retirement. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Poodle's just retired, hasn't he? So, um, what, what was the difference then? Because if if they can come in from Watford, put a shift in and find a place, why was Alman Abdi the one that didn't work? You've got to say that's more the player than the club. I think the thing is, the bit that annoys me out of the entire article is the fact that he had to leave every six months and we said no. Why did you just go, all right, go, fine, we'll find a new club for you? This go back to this stupid thing of holding players for so long. It's like holding them for ransom. I don't buy this this time. I think he might have done it at the start, but I don't think he was doing it every six months because after a year, you know Alman Abdi's not going to do anything for you. Even Chan Siri's level of sort of stubbornness with with keeping the players on. Surely you would try and just offload him then because I never heard about him being offered or trying to... I know it's hard when he's not been in the club and stuff like that, but he does scream as a bit of a Jack Rothwell at Sunderland. But that's what I'm saying. I think it is more of that. Mm. I think this is... I don't believe this. Purely because of the other players at the club at the time. I don't I don't know, right? I might be being really harsh there, but from the Alman Abdi thing, from the stories we'd heard at the time, from the fact that I saw him that time, from all of these things that add up, I just yeah. go, yeah, you might have asked to leave at the start because you weren't playing, you weren't getting it, but I think you came in and you wanted to place it. The way he talks about it, right, it's this bit that annoys me, the... I played every game in the championship for Watford. I was one of the best players and, you know, in the Premier League. And then suddenly I'm not good enough to play for Sheffield Wednesday. That reeks to me of a player that wants to come in and get his place on on his past performances and not yeah. work hard for it. And if you're not going to work hard for it, you, a manager's not going to want that. No. A club's not going to want that. But at the same time, if we knew that a year in, why didn't we just go, right, we're putting you up for sale then? 
what we, what 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 if we did? Mm, true. We don't know that you side of it either, side. do we? Yeah. That's the thing. And like, I don't usually play the other side of it. I'm but, usually kind of like, let's what, talk about this. But. but then listen to what we've heard from past players recently saying that. Yeah, players... yeah I, buy, I buy that. But I buy that side of it, yeah. But I think it would also, if you look at it from this conspiracy theory again, from this side of it, you've heard those players talking about that situation oh, yeah. and you know them, they're your mates. It's very easy if you're talking to the press to say, oh, yeah, that happened to me too. Not the fact that you were getting overweight and you didn't want to play or whatever that was. Do you know what I mean? Avdi was just one of those signings you want to forget. <laughs> Put it at that. Yeah. A lot of wasted money. It, it, I, wasted I money. actually don't understand why he'd been interviewed, to be fair. It almost felt like he was a player that was brought in to be mates with Forestieri. Yes. <laughs> you know, at the time. Um, but, yeah. The, a player that I, uh, I've got, are- I've got, I ain't got a lot of time for purely because of the Wednesday situation, you know, and he did retire after Wednesday. So I think, I think he was just falling out of love with the game. Anyway, he wanted to be, I think I do. I genuinely think the way I'm looking at it is it was a Wednesday. He thought he deserved his place at Wednesday just, just because, and you've got to work hard to be a, to be a footballer for this club. I don't care how you see it. So you put 110% shift on the pitch. We'll back you 100%. Yeah. So before we get into the community section, uh, last topic, it's burner to leave. So Yorkshire Live again. Uh, again, third topic today, I think. Al's defender Julian Burner is reportedly considering returning to his homeland this summer. The 30-year-old is said to have received an offer from Bundesliga 2 side Hanover 96, according to German newspaper Bild. Um, I don't know if I believe this. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. I could, I could see it. In a sense, because he did do well. In- no, I believe that the offer's there, mm. um, and I believe that he might want to... But from what I've heard, from, I've heard from a couple of people that have been in contact with him that have said that he wants to stay and help us get back up. Mm. And that is his, his focus. And that could change. Footballers can be yep. fickle. Um, but what I have heard is his actual, his actual mindset is more of a case of redemption and trying to get Wednesday back up because he didn't like the fact he got us relegated. If you think about it, he was a captain of his team before that. Yeah. Um, the first the first season, we thought he did all right, and then it dropped yeah. off a little bit. Yeah, he was great the first season for Wednesday. But uh, oh, We all remember him, that goal line clearance and him fifth pumping, going, yeah, I cleared the ball. It's like, right, I like that in a defender. He's he's celebrating like he's good. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I really like... Um, Burner, I don't think he's had a great season this season, but then again... But I could no. understand him wanting to go back home if, if his family's not over here, because I don't think they are. I think they would be, though, by now, mate. No, I think I think some of the players who have had it, they've kept family over there to keep them in school. It, it, I don't it, know. I can't speak to that yeah. one, but, but what I have heard is um, I've heard it from reliable sources. I've also heard it from somebody saying he bumped into him in Meadowall and he said he wanted to stay. I've heard from multiple people. If he wants, uh, to that stay, one's a little less credible. But like, if, if he wants to stay, I'm often say stay in because any day can be quite solid. He yeah. does, but you can't this season judging any of our players is very hard to do, considering what's been going on. Well, that's what I said. It's what I was saying about like uh, Liam Palmer getting dropped by Scotland, all of that. Um, it's it's play, players do get the the rough end of it, you know. Oh, I didn't put any England stuff in. Doesn't matter doesn't matter we were boring the other night um it wasn't we, good i fell asleep no um 
I ended up going, I just ended up going to the shop actually, I think, uh, because I was like, right, it's going to be quiet because the football's on. Let's to be fair, I, I, I couldn't work out if it was, I was tired from looking after the toddler all week or the game boring, so I took it as a both. It's, um, we'll be, see, we'll see what we're playing tonight mm. or this afternoon or something. So we'll see how we get on. But yeah, we will be able Romania, to talk about really? the Euros so much. I don't know how much we're going to be breaking stuff out, to be honest, because nobody watches the bloody Euros breakouts. And I'm like, please, for God's sake. It's like it, the, 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 the view camp just drops off a cliff after when we talk about the Euros stuff. But it's fun to talk about. Anyway, community section. Uh, guys, we'll give you a few seconds to get some uh, topics. And remember, Super Chat is active. So if you want yep. to very much get our attention with a question, uh, throw a little bit of dollarage behind it, and that would be appreciated. I did like but... Green's comment, chance they would treat players like Pokemon cards. That was, that was uh, quite funny and very fitting to the fact that, oh, God, I've got nothing Pokemon in shot today because I'm using the different lens. So, uh, but yeah, feel free to get your questions in and we will start discussing in the community section as we as we go but until that we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna fill the air as the questions come in go back and see if there's any that's already been said you could do that or we could have a conversation as well but um i mean who who likes conversation nowadays it's how are you actually feeling about this summer's transfer window now with everything that's going on um i just I've still got that. I'm still like a little boy when it comes to like football and transfers and when summer's coming up and I'm like, oh, we might, this might be the one. This might be the one where we actually make some good signings and do. There's not a lot of optimism there this year. Um, but I'm, I, I always love the transfer speculation. I love thinking the best part of being a football fan for me, especially being a Sheffield Wednesday fan, is the time where you think who you might bring in until you actually realise who you've actually brought in and that's when it starts to go downhill. Yeah. Um, this is what you could have. This is what you did get. No, so it's nice when we think, oh, we don't even know. It's in that state of ignorance. We have no idea what's going to happen. Um, but it's nice to it's nice to speculate. So... Uh, first question is from Airzone Eagle. Do you think we're going to use a lot of youth and stay in League One for a couple of seasons? That's well, a, that's two questions. Yeah. I personally think we probably are going to use a lot of youth because Darren Moore's done that at previous clubs. He's already come out and said a lot of stuff about the youth team and what he wants. And you heard Lee Bullen said, if they're good enough, they, they've got to fight for their right to be there. And I think you'll see some of our youth team players come in. How long we'll be there for? It could be like we did last time. I'm not predicting we go straight back up, personally. I think there's a lot of good teams in there. I would have done until the financial situation. Um, this, this, The finances recently have made me very concerned about our promotion hopes next season because we don't even know. I mean, we could find out like tomorrow that those players have left. Yeah. And they've terminated their contracts. You know, it's very no, much that, that. that will probably happen. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's very much in that balance at the minute of not really knowing where the club's at. Mm. And that's the difficulty because the optimist in me says that we could, we could have gone up. We could, we could have gone straight back up. And I was even thinking that like, potentially we actually keep, because we kept a decent core. And there was talks about Urugidi staying and things like that. I was like, if we keep that core, we could, we could, we could even challenge for a title for the first time in like my lifetime. Do you know what I mean? Properly mm. challenge for it. Um, that was obviously the optimist. I'm not as naive enough to think it was going to be easy, but 
I think the you more this... throw in, we could have a points deduction again. That's a good point. I didn't if really we, want to think about that side of it, but we have spoke about it off camera. There is obviously a chance of EFL sanctions again, which is... I can't... And it could be another minus 12 or more. Well, I don't know because it's... It, we got that for properly breaching, right? Well, what did, what did Macclesfield get when they did it? I don't know. You keep choosing the Macclesfield reference. You're the one with the Macclesfield reference, punk, not me. He keeps, say, he keeps saying this and he's throwing it to me. I've just gone, yeah, Macclesfield. Because it is the relevant kind of thing. Uh, Go on, then. Look. Type faster. I am doing the professional. We got, we got a six point deduction reduced to four. That's, that's all right. That's so can't we can't easily get that back. Yeah. Um, he always said that this season. Oh, well, <laughs> we'll be fine. We'll be fine. <sighs> Thank you, Ezo Eagle. Right. Um, <laughs> Dave Priestley 47 says Key question How many players do we actually have left? 12. Well, <laughs> Have you actually counted? It, 12 players under contract that we have left, and if six go, we have six. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Sorry, it's not Dave, it's Dale. I called him Dave. Yeah. Sorry, it's Dale. Thanks, Dale. <laughs> uh, who next? Let's have a look. Uh, so Jez Giant Chicken uh, no Jez Giant Chicken been around on the channel for a while has there been any indication at all that we might hear from Chansiri none no, whatsoever not that we've seen we've not we've not even had a press statement we've not had Dom Houghton come out and say something uh, are you watching can you can you can you ask yeah can, dad, you, you, get, out, you get as a statement uh, it'd be, it'd be ideal um no, I, you've got to hope we we do because, I, but the, that's why I'm sort of semi predicting a bit of a media fallout because the that you've noticed that the local media have have tried to balance that tightrope for a while. Now you do see it becoming more aggressive um, as the club's got because because here's the thing. I fully respect that media is not going to want to push hard all the time with clubs, especially if you've got an owner that's likely to be insulted if you ask certain questions because you're going to lose your media access. Yeah. But then you get the double-edged sword of the fact that then the fan base are going to give the media more stick for not asking the questions when they're the ones with the direct links to the club. So they've got to a point where they kind of need to, and they have been doing that, and now these pieces have been coming out, the Athletic article, obviously mm. Kranz piece, things like that, and obviously all the media talking about it. There could be a fallout on the cards because of well, it, so we'd have to see what happened. You then also had the star journalist getting attacked on Twitter about saying, oh, this isn't true and stuff, and said, no, this is true. This is what we've been told. We're not going to tell you who said it and all the kind of... It's that stupid thing. We, we're we getting to that point where fans, journalists, and the club are just not in sync. They're all yeah. putting off into different things, and it's getting toxic again. I was hoping we'd pass that. Yeah, so did I. Also, guys, keep your keep your questions coming because I can see some comments, but uh, not specifically questions. So if you want to keep them going, uh, the show goes on for as long as we uh, we've got interesting questions now. So, um, but yeah, I'd we'll we'll correct some things. So Kieran Green says, did the PFA sort the payout? They're not really the ones to sort the payout. They're a union based kind of a thing for, Yeah, so they kind of 
they can make demands and things like that for employers and 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 protect their staff, but they didn't really sort it out as such, Kieran. Uh, Kabuto Fish, yeah, we were talking about the 12 million stuff a little bit earlier on. When the podcast goes down, goes back up, make sure you check that out. Um, I think some people are still on the ad. ad uh, uh, they've been pausing this and they're still they're, they're back on the yeah. abdi topic. But yeah, tell you what, we'll do this on the fly because uh, that's that's the thing where you're doing it live and we're doing such a long podcast people don't know um where we're at with things when they watch it on uh different parts but yeah keep your questions coming but with are you actually confident for the euros then let's 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 do um, to that for a second i think we'll have an okay euros but i don't think it'll be anything special i'm not expecting not to rip it up but you're not are you not like all the media at the minute going it's coming home nope how can England not win this with this team? Oh, Where have we heard all that before, right? Go back in memory, every Euro or World Cup. Well, I... the, day be- the day before I go back to work properly is the, is the uh, first England game. <laughs> and I'm just like, what, what, why? Because that's going to be interesting, especially if it's a hot day with the amount uh... of beer I'm going to drink on that Sunday. Turkey Noodlefish, uh, it's after the players that have uh, already gone, like who were already um, released kind of thing. Well, yeah, like, read the read what he's asked first. Remember, we've got audio listeners, Punk. Uh, did Punk say 12 contacted players? That's not right, is it? Did we lose some more in the last week? It's more the players that, if you think about the players we've let go in terms of not on the retain list, and then it's then that the 12 players that are left. To be honest, I didn't even fact check that. I just went with you there. So if he's wrong there, well, I, I got it. I got it from Joe. On right. Twitter. Okay. Um, so Kieran Green asks, with the recent Legends game, <laughs> do you I, think- I wanted to go to that and I couldn't. I I somehow. I I host this podcast right. I'm so up on the Wednesday stuff, and I didn't know about it. Did you not know about this? I don't know how I missed it. I know the person who arranged it. You should let me know. I could have got your ticket. I, c- I couldn't have gone anyway because I, I was not really going stuff like that until I was uh, fully vaccinated. But if it was like if it was like next weekend, I'd have been yeah. all for it. But yeah, um, to be honest, if it was properly socially distanced and outside, maybe I could have done something. It, but it was a uh, keep mount. All right, fair. Uh, do you think Walker and Waddle could do a job for us in League One? Maybe, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought Wallace could when I saw, when I saw some of the stuff. Didn't like he get like three, four goals. Yeah, he looked decent. He's a prospect that Wallace. You know, we maybe should sign him up. Yeah, it's uh, it is funny that you say that, Kieran. But there, there, we couldn't do too much worse in League One at the minute, could we? With uh, Wallace's legs gone. But that being said, that is a signing we would make. Like old play over the hill. Not done it in a while. Well, didn't Waddle sign for Worksop Town at one point? I think he did, yeah. Yeah, so he, he loves the game, and I, I respect that. Um, Charles says, would Chancery gift the club to the fans? Um, have you seen? Charles, go back to bed. Yep. Um, let's have a look. Dun, 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 dun. They might... Um, Kabuza, I'm 100% sure there's more. There might be. I'm just going on what I saw reported by uh, Joe from the Star. Yeah, and if he's going, if he's going bad, I think, I think uh, he's probably not including youth 
players no. in that caboodle fe- uh, fish uh, youth professionals so there is that side of it just, uh, we'll stick around for a couple more minutes for questions guys but uh let's go for it i will ah yeah so caboodle yeah. fish has brought it in there and says dawson wildsmith palmer galvin burner you've, you've got youth team yeah that's so, not including youth in that we were talking we, we meant senior players we were yeah. talking uh actual senior they've got professional contracts but obviously they've not had senior appearances if you look at it, the senior playing staff They've actually, even though they've got professional contracts, they've technically not been promoted yet. Hunt, I would say Hunt probably is in there uh, because Hunt's got that, but we've not we've not featured them so much at the minute. But yeah, um, the real question: How do you feel about having your big P-shirt and he might leave in the summer? <laughs> what was that? What's this about my big P-shirt? Who said this? What, what if Patterson, Patterson's apparently one of the players that might walk away? Is he? Apparently. Is this an exclusive? We're talking yeah. as the exclusive here. Um, that'd be interesting considering he's meant to be somebody who wears his heart on his sleeve sort of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I love that away shirt and I'm quite annoyed that I got Big P you on the back of it. The that's, what, in stock. that's what, I'm not paying for another one. <laughs> hey, the audience what? already did this to me once. I'm not like, I spent a fortune to try and get, to get Big P on the back of that. Um, <laughs> Phil says if he fix the big P emoji yeah, will it get done before next season I think at this stage I'm not going to do it I'm not going to fix it it's just going to stay as it is because it's funny um, we'll go back to Dale because Dale's brought another good question Wallace and Hunt leaving for relatively nothing when they both had a good couple of years left as experienced players when we held on to others your thoughts on it I thought Wallace leaving um, Wallace got released didn't he yeah he did get released at the end of his contract so he means both couple of good years left in terms yeah, yeah. of they got a couple yeah. of years left in them. I do think we we got rid of the wrong players at the time. We brought in the higher earners and and got rid of. People did say that Hunt couldn't defend and he was better going forward, and I did yeah. see that. Um, yeah. And he had a decent little career at Bristol. I was quite disappointed in the Wallace thing, and obviously he did speak, and he was he was. We didn't really put this in the podcast this week, but he was talking He's about really coming out with a lot of interviews recently about when they were well. Yeah. But I think you go back to your thing and he's one of the ones that's been leaking the source to some of the information. Yeah, I think he is. He's definitely... uh, He's gone from being a source, player source, to, oh, I'm just going to talk to the media. They can use my name. It's fine. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I think Wallace... I I like like Ross Wallace and I did think we, we could have kept on with him because he was such a good crosser of the ball as well and he had a... He had a great... He was... He was that wide midfielder that could score... Yeah, and I was quite sad to see him go. Um, There's also another one of those players I like because he's a wind-up merchant to other players. Caboodlefish says, if uh, Windass and Iorfa went, it'd be a, di- a disaster. Big P, less so. It def- it depends where we deploy the Big P. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if we put him in the wrong position, that is, oh, God. Oh, God, I've just said that. <laughs> the big P in the wrong position. Um, if you play him as a striker, then... That's where your issues come in, but I think he's a better player defense. As I said, I said it on the community episode. There's a reason if you put into centre back, he gets a like a plus three to his overall rating on FIFA. He's a defensive player, he's a defender. Yeah. Jez Giant Chicken says Liam Palmer will have to become the big P if he leaves. Um That's not a bad shout. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that's where we'll end this one. Yeah. So uh, oh, go on then, Phil. We'll get you in real quick. As a percentage, how likely do you think it'll be that we'll bounce straight back up, 
keep us updated every week as we get closer to the start of the season. That's too much work, my friend. Um, no, well, I think, I'd, I, as we said a little bit earlier on, I couldn't even give you a percentage on it. I think it's no. a case of just, we need to see where the finances lay for Wednesday. And that's the good point. That's the position we're in this week. We're sort of in limbo as to what's going to happen with the club, but we'll find out as we go on. Um, and Rob just asked to finish us off there. Would you want a new owner for Sheffield Wednesday? If this doesn't get sorted, definitely yes. needs sorted. So um, thank you very much for joining us. It's been interesting going live again. A fun one. Yeah. Um, we will potentially do this some points. Obviously, I can't get the same level as quality, and I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit precious about the quality of the podcast. So I want to make sure that it is the best quality possible but this was a good way of us going live and being able to talk to you guys um for that community section at the end and also as obviously the euros are on and different timings and things it might be a case of we i don't have time for the edit we don't have time to record on a certain night so it might be a case of we have to leave it till the actual show day and go live yeah but if it is ever late on the audio services go follow me at dexterity box on twitter or the at talking wed Twitter, and I always keep us updated on that one. But thanks for joining me today, Punk. Anything, yeah, any was... last things you want to say? Just have a good, good end to your weekend. Uh, I know the weather's gone a bit rubbish, but just have fun. Yeah. All of you take care, and have we will see you in the next episode of Talking Wednesday. <laughs>